Hey, this is Steph from StephFuccio.com with another episode of Gia Pets Now Pod Pomo National Podcast Posting Month, where many crazy podcasters like myself are doing one episode a day for the entire month. I sound a little bit more somber today because this is the how COVID affected my life compilation uh, episode where many of the guests that you've heard from this month are coming back to tell you how COVID affected them. Now, I did this epi- I did this all in one episode for a reason. I didn't want every day this month to be to have to have the heaviness that we've had all year. So I tried to compile it into one episode. I, I welcome your feedback. On this, the overarching theme that I'm getting from the guests who participated in this is that this year was hard, but it was also sort of like a reprioritizing of things that we may have lost sight of or just got too busy to remember to make important. And maybe that's me putting my rosy glasses on. Um, But judging from my own experiences this year, I'm not sure how that's even possible. (laughs) But there you have it. I, I have to, I have to believe that there's a light at the end of the tunnel of everything that's happening right now. And so Let me tell you about how this episode is formatted in just a second, but I would be remiss to forget to mention the two goals that we have this month. One is a share goal of sharing information about the Geopets Podcast Network. I have a pre-written tweet, social media post, what have you, in the show notes, which you can find on your podcast app, as well as at stephfuccio.com forward slash nalpodpomo forward slash 59. So if you can share that around on your socials, that would be great. It's advertising the whole network, not just one of our shows. So that would be fantastic. The second goal is um, financial. We had a goal of 30 buy me a coffees in 30 days. We are at number 23. So we're magically, even though we started late, only seven coffees away from our goal. If you'd like to help support us in the digitalness of all of the podcasts such as Geopets Podcasting, Geopets Language, Geopets Coffee, Geopets Books, and so on and so on. You can find all of those at stephfuccio.com forward slash podcast. If you would like to support us in any way, shape, or form now, or even if you hear this in the future, it'll still be open. But over the next two days is is, um, this particular month's goal of 30 coffees in 30 days. That address is buymeacoffee.com forward slash geopets. Please remember the S. I have put the different recordings that the guests have sent in from this month in order that you have heard from them. All right, here we go. Hi, Matthew Boyle here from Legendary Language Learner. Thank you to Stephanie for having me on. During the entirety of the COVID-19 pandemic, I have been in the northern countryside of Guangzhou, Now, you might think that because I live in China, my life would have been upended by COVID, but it really wasn't. 
I felt quite safe the whole time because the Chinese government enacted a strict response and the people followed it. And also because I was living in an area with few people. It's more rural here and I had no need or desire to travel out, thankfully. The whole COVID thing has been challenging for me as it has for a lot of business owners because the economy was hit hard and orders stopped coming in. But to me, that matters far less than the numbers of human lives that have been lost. That always keeps things in perspective for me. What I decided to do uh, while under the strict strictest part of the quarantine was to keep producing the best language learning games and content that I could in the hopes that that was my talent I could share with people to uplift them and make them smile or laugh during these incredibly difficult and heartbreaking times. If you're listening and if you or your family or your friends have been affected by this, my thoughts and prayers go out to you. And remember, however bleak it looks, we will get through this. We are all in this together. And if you need someone to talk to, I'm here. My name is Shankar and I was uh, a guest on Geopath's Coffee Podcast, episode number one. So COVID-19, huh? <laughs> Who would have thought such a thing would come and, you know, affect all our lives? In our place, Bangalore, India, things were fine at first, but then uh, it took a turn for the worse, like probably three, four months into the pandemic, uh, which speaks for itself as we are the second most affected country in the world. And personally, it's been a mixed bag. Things have been both good and bad, like... Over the time, I realized how comfortable I had got with my life, the same routine, the same work, not pushing myself to do something extra, try to reach my goals. I just lost my way while trying to find my purpose. But then, yeah, the pandemic gave me a lot of time to sit back and, you know, put everything in perspective and figure out what should be the next step. So, but the thing was like, there were days when I just couldn't get up from bed because it was all just surreal and, and watching people suffer through all the bad things. It was just, it really affected me a lot. But on the flip side, it made me realize how far away I am from my goals and kind of gave me time to improve myself there have been days when i was like super productive and also the podcast wouldn't have reached 100 episodes last month if it was not for the pandemic we were not really really releasing episodes on time but the pandemic kind of gave us a lot of time to think and you know work on it so my vision is clear now that is one good thing which the pandemic has given me but then on the other side the dread of catching this virus and just thinking and worrying about when we'll find a cure or when this will end. It's weighing on me a lot. So yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been a mixed bag. There, there were good things and bad things. Hi, this is Shannon Martin. I was on Geopat's Reflections 5 and 6 talking about my early days in Shanghai, China. So for us, the COVID situation really started. We lived in Shanghai, so we started hearing about this virus in Wuhan. In early January, uh, it hadn't really 
hit in Shanghai uh, in any big way, but things were evolving. And we had a planned trip for Chinese New Year holiday to Spain, which was a holiday and a look-see trip as we were intending to move back to Spain at some point in the future. So we did that trip as that as we were on that things were really heating up globally and my flight I was flying back to the US for conferences after Spain and then back to China but that was canceled and the airline said we won't be flying to China until at least May so we ha- started having to make some decisions my husband was supposed to fly directly back but people in China were telling him not to do so so he ended up staying a bit longer in Spain as we sort of tried to make decisions going through all this. So he came eventually to the east coast of the US as did I uh, from California and we've been very fortunate to have a lot of family support and we're able to stay at family homes and sort of alternate with family members. Uh, my parents are sort of uh, nomadic between a couple locations so we're very grateful for that and grateful that we've been healthy and safe as have our family members throughout that's really the most important thing but we had to get rid of had to deal with our apartment in Shanghai and deal with our belongings so we had to do all of that by video call over the phone and then we stayed for 10 months in the US unexpectedly and towards the end in the summer we were fortunately able to get back to doing our paperwork for moving to Spain and we proceeded with that and were able to move at the beginning of October which seemed like a small miracle so uh, we have on our blog to who travel.com I have a couple of blog posts about the whole thing because it's a, a very long story uh, how I've been how we've been getting th- how I've been getting through it has been with uh, long walks yoga and just trying to live in the moment. Uh, It's a lesson I've learned over time that I can't control a lot in life. Life is very uncertain and that's certainly proven out in 2020 and so I've been able to use a lot of the tools that I've developed in my life being uh, nomadic, (laughs) being abroad, and I'm just grateful for my health at this point and we'll see what's to come. I am Sean Behrens, host of the German Experience podcast, which is all about life in Germany as seen through the eyes of outsiders. And I was a guest on the second Geopats podcasting episode. I have been in Germany throughout the coronavirus pandemic. This year hasn't been as bad for me as it has been for many others. I know people have been losing jobs. I know people who are struggling if with loneliness, if they're you know, when they went into the initial lockdown, they were maybe a little isolated. So I didn't have any of that. I was in lockdown with my wonderful family. I switched to working from home, which was for me a wonderful change. It was a change that I didn't expect to enjoy so much. I've always been a very, very pro going to the office. But after the coronavirus lockdown, my entire opinion of that changed. And I enjoyed being at home with my family. I had a six-month-old daughter at the time when the lockdown began, and I got to see things that I wouldn't have seen if I was uh, not working from home and not spending all my time uh, in locked down at home, basically. So that was a very special time for me. And uh, for me, it was a good time, but I know that it was not that good for many other people. So from that perspective, I didn't really have that many tough moments. It's been a pretty okay year considering. What has really been heartbreaking is not being able to travel 
back home. As I said, I've got a six-month-old daughter. I've got two other children. And my father hasn't gotten to meet his youngest grandchild. And he hasn't seen his other grandchildren going on for three years now. That is the, This is the longest. We were supposed to go back now this year in 2020 for a visit. And of course, that couldn't happen. And we were already pushing the time since we last saw my father to close on three years. And that is a long time for, for me not to see my father and my family, of course. And it's a long time for my father not to see his grandchildren. And that is that is heartbreaking for me. It is truly something that, that I, I've struggled with during this year because the question is, of course, when will we be able to travel to South Africa? When will we get a chance to see my family? So that has been the tougher moments. And, and uh, yeah, there's not, nothing you can really do except push through it. Hi, I am Joe from Life in Breaths um, and also the founder of I Went Shopping Today, which is a bespoke consultancy for clothing brands who want to increase their sustainability. This year we've been in Manchester in the UK. Geographically, we have been affected in terms of that we have been under a number of weeks of local lockdowns as well as national lockdowns so that's restricted our ability to travel um, and also it's had a big impact on local businesses which have been unable to open so most of the hospitality have closed um, a lot of other services such as hairdressers uh, beauty or things like that they've also closed which within a small community um, it has really affected local founders local businesses um, for us the biggest changes have really been a move to digital so working online um, physically working from home but meeting clients online um, and as a NLP practitioner so neuro-linguistic programming I tended to work one-to-one -one physically with my clients um, whereas now I take all of my sessions over Zoom um, I've found that a really easy transition to be honest I think it's um, been a move which still allows me to really coach my clients and get breakthroughs from them um, in a very one-to-one -one direct way um, the tougher moments, um, I think it is very much to, the biggest thing is to be kind, you know, you never know what somebody else is going through, whether that's your partner, your children, the next door neighbor, be as kind and gentle as you can. I think with everybody in your community, you really don't know what other people are facing at the moment. You know, there are health risks, but there's also risks to livelihood. Um, so I think it's being very sensitive around that. For me, as I said, um, I got certified as an NLP practitioner. So I've learned so many tools which really helped me with mindset and helped me deal with any emotions that have come up through this. So to me, that has really been invaluable um, in the way that I consider the year and in the way in which I parent uh, my kids as well during this time. Um, for me, I've really seen this time as a time of opportunity. Um, I can't see it as anything else um, in terms of, I think, if I started to view it in different ways, it could become very overwhelming um, and very negative. So I really try and view it in a way that there is opportunity to come through this. There's a lot of innovation to come. 
um, you know, in the industries in which I work in, um, I've seen more innovation in the fashion industry during COVID than I have probably in the last three to five years before that. Um, and when I talked to business leaders in that area, they said, you know, COVID has been the catalyst to taking quick decisions, to understanding their priorities. And a lot of that has been a switch to more fashion tech, more digital, which in terms of sustainability has been fantastic because it's really cutting down on waste. It's getting more focused with what the customers will actually buy. So I see a lot of benefits in that way um, because, you know, the industry really did need to reevaluate um its previous working methods um, because they were very unsustainable. So I think COVID has brought great change. Um, you know, and remembering that there will be something through this, you know, and we will evolve through it. Um, I think that is key to remember that we are, we will not always be stuck in this one position. You know, we will go through this and we'll have learned a lot of lessons from it you know whether that's patience humility um you know kindness generosity gratitude there is a lot of things that we can learn going through this time you know and that does not take away from the suffering the pain the anguish the anxiety that many people are feeling i really understand those emotions um but i think in order to get through this in a way that is going to be positive and that we can take something from it I really try and focus on the opportunity and what we have control of rather than what is out of our control I think that's one of been one of the things that's really helped me hey I'm Vaughn I live in southern California and I think here was not hit too bad too too bad by um, COVID-19 but still very frightening um, and concerning. For me, uh, it hasn't really been too big of a deal. Um, I mean, personally, it hasn't affected me much. I haven't, I don't know too many people that have been um, infected by it. I don't have any friends or family that have passed away from it. And my daily routine really hasn't changed all too much. Um, I'm very introverted. I don't really like um, to to be in large groups of people, or I'm not a very touchy feely kind of person. So um, quarantine, staying inside, communicating mostly online. Um, this is this is kind of like business as usual for me. Um, but I guess what's concerning is. I guess some of the politics of, of it. Oh, I don't want to go into it. But for learning language, because most of the people I talk to are on the other side of the world, you know, like this is, this is just how it is in general. I can't really interface with these people in person. There are people in, in the area that do speak Mandarin, but um, I have to go to a meetup group and eventually I get, I get really burned out. It gets it's very difficult for me to talk, not just because of the language, but also just because like social anxiety. So, um, so communicating online is, is the best way for me. And that's just kind of how things always are anyway. So I haven't really been affected too much. Hi, it's Nicole here from the expat cast. And I'm here to tell you a little bit about my COVID experience this year. 
I have ridden this pandemic out in Freiburg, Germany. I haven't much left, though actually just before the pandemic broke out, I was on a trip for my birthday in Spain and Portugal, and that was mid-February. So so actually I got back on the day of Carnival, which is a huge celebration in Germany, and actually a lot of outbreaks started happening, which led to the whole country getting shut down in about a month after that. So yeah, it was a really wild time. Since then, I haven't really left Freiburg much other than over the summer, I was able to travel a little bit around Germany. I'd actually been planning a trip to Berlin anyway in April, and of course that got canceled in April, but I was able to do a longer trip to Berlin and to Cologne and over to Bavaria, um, even over to Amsterdam briefly. So technically I've left the country, (laughs) but that was not my plan for the year. I actually was really excited to travel to Vietnam this year. I wanted to go up to Norway, and of course I wanted to go home to the United States around Christmas time, and that's not going to happen either. So my heart's a little bit broken about that, but otherwise I really can't complain. My my job's been steady, my visa status is consistent and I really appreciate how the Germans have responded to COVID. I feel very safe here, all things considered, and I'm, I'm happy to follow any rules and regulations that will help society get through this. It's definitely been tough at times. I actually was living alone in a studio apartment when it first broke out. And and back then we didn't know enough about the virus to know what was safe in terms of interacting with other people. So there were definitely some lonely moments, but I've really learned through this that I've become a bit of a rule follower. I, I used to think I was a bit of a rebel, but apparently either aging or Germany has turned me into quite the rule follower. And every time there's new regulations, I'm very prone to follow them to a T. That being said, I'm also learning in general in life where to bend the rules a little bit. Like for instance, when I was living alone, I ended up forming a quarantine alliance, a Corona alliance with a friend where I saw him now and again so that I wasn't completely alone. And that wasn't necessarily illegal or against the rules at the time, but it was a level of risk that I had to come to terms with taking. And I think that's been the main lesson for me is just learning that sometimes it's it's okay to bend the rules as long as you're making thoughtful choices around that. But overall you should definitely follow rules. Yeah, that's where I've that's where I've landed with COVID. And we'll see how much longer it goes on. But um I'm feeling like we can handle this. We can do this. It's gonna be okay. And I hope that you're feeling that way too. <laughs> All right, thanks for letting me check in. Bye. My name is Antonella Moretti. I'm Italian and I was Steph's guest in the podcast uh, number three on Geopath Books. When the epidemic started to hit China, I decided to leave the country with my children and to go back to Italy for a while. I really wouldn't have expected that the virus would have chased me. Uh, At the beginning of March, Italy went into lockdown and At the end of March, China closed the borders uh, to all foreign nationals, including residents. So I got stuck in Italy um, with my three children for a long time, divided from my husband, who was in China. Um, Being a divided family and having to stay isolated from friends and relatives in Italy was very difficult. The stricter lockdown in Italy lasted from March 8th to May 4th. So we stayed close at home, alone, for weeks like everybody else. And my kids tried to focus on the online lessons. 
but uh, time difference made it very difficult. Luckily, our Italian house has a garden, and that was a lifesaver, especially for me. I dedicated myself to gardening with, with a passion which bordered on obsession. I was only thinking about my flowers and plants. And that let my mind rest for, from all the negative thoughts. Summer has been especially thought since uh, we couldn't get the documents. China was requesting to let us make a new visa and go back. And until the last moment, we didn't know if we would have been able to get our old life back or must resettle in Italy for a while. Luckily, we got all the documents the very last moment and get the flight. And now our family is united again. <laughs> well, if you were to summarize how COVID has fucked up your life in 2020, what's the best way you would say that? I feel very lucky that we're somewhere relatively safe. Yeah. So I don't want to be like complaining about it too much. Our industry has been destroyed. Yeah. It's changed live entertainment for a good permanent change to our industry. So that's been like a tough thing to see. Seeing people that are very good at their job just getting fired because they got to go. That's, you know, it comes in waves. This fear, you're like, all right, who's getting the next one? Who's going on the next round? So that hasn't been much fun. But on the other side, I've been spending more time with my kids and family and going outdoors, which we probably mm -hmm. wouldn't have time for normally. So trying to find the positives in it as well. This whole COVID hazmat it hit me when i saw the hazmat suits <laughs> like we're making history right now this is history so i think people yeah. will want to look back to anyone that had to walk through this transition i'm like i'm a part of that group that has 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 come across the seas or the waters mm -hmm. right when the borders began to open or the the embassy yeah. started to allow people to work on their visas again you definitely are, because I didn't, until you said you were going back, I didn't realize they were allowing people back in the country yet. I thought it was still closed. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah. I think it's really open for people to just travel, you know, just travel for the sake of traveling. But, um, yeah, education is very important in China, and mm -hmm. they knew they wanted to get the teachers back. I'm glad they're allowing people back in. At the same time, we're all walking through a process yeah. together and um, many people have walked this route before me, some of the other teachers, and so they feel my experience. I'm a little jealous that pretty soon you're going to be in a classroom full of people and the energy that that has. It has been since March since I have been in a group of people that big. I'm so envious That's of you right now. Point. That yeah. is a good point you're making. That's so mm -hmm. true. I mean, we're Zooming right now, and I mm -hmm. haven't done too many live Zoom calls, but every time I do, I get excited because I get to see a human being. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not in each other's space, but people need people. Yeah, yeah. Like in Albania here, there's a very outdoor Mediterranean culture. A lot of the cafes and restaurants have an outside area, so we've been sitting on the periphery of the restaurant, almost on the street, just yes. so we can have a little bit of... Yeah. like safe normalcy 
but but we're not near people we're not talking to people that much except for the waiter but it's through masks so it's just it's not the same i miss group events yeah yeah and i'm hearing that i keep saying china but i really don't know if it varies by city in china but Mm -hmm. i'm hearing that where i'm going to tianjin people are not necessarily wearing masks all the time. Yeah. It's not really mandated. I mean, yeah. people choose to wear it, but they're so on top of these numbers mm-hmm. that they're getting back to normalcy. I hear that Shanghai is the same way. I still have a few friends here I've communicated oh, yeah. with. Yeah. So that's exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it is amazing. It's so impressive that they're doing it. It, it, it is amazing. I, I, Zoom, I did a Zoom call with one of my coworkers who also happens to be um, the mother of one of my students. Mm-hmm. And so while I'm talking to her, she calls him over and says, hey, come and see who I'm talking to. And when I saw him, I thought, I'd never seen him without his mask on. I'd oh. never seen him before. And it was like looking at a totally new person. And I went, oh. the mouth makes all the difference. <laughs> It really does. It really does. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right before I left Florida, uh, the States, I went and bought some makeup and I was actually buying lipstick because I was all out of lipstick. And I thought, I don't know who's going to see my lips anyway, but Mm -hmm. like, when will we see lips again? (laughs) It's, it's, this is crazy. Oh, it's so funny that you mentioned that because I actually bought some extra MAC lipstick before I left Shanghai, just because I wasn't sure what was going to happen job wise, finance wise. And I wanted to make sure I was like interview ready for whatever I was going to do in Germany. I still have all three tubes of lipstick because wearing it, you know, inside a mask, it gets on the mask more than it does anything else. And nobody sees it. So I now when I know when I'm going outside, I'm going to make a video, I'll put some on. Or if I'm doing a a call with someone, I'll put some on. Not today because it's morning. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes I'll do that. But generally speaking, I haven't gone through any lipstick this year. (laughs) Exactly. And And the only reason I had run out is because I had run out from before. Right. But you're right. Since I've purchased it and it's been maybe a month, that's so funny. Yeah. I use it now. Yeah. I mean, I use it when I go online to teach my students. I'm like, ooh, I get to wear makeup. But going out in public, what's the no, point? There's no point. There's no point. Thank you so much to Matt, Shanker, Shannon, Sean, Joe, Vaughn, Nicole, Antonella, Andy, and Michelle for sharing how this year has affected their lives. If you'd like to share how COVID has affected your life in any way, shape, or form, or react to any of their their recountings, S-T-E-P-H-F-U-C-C-I-O is my social media handle on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and it's also my Gmail address. And to be quite honest, it's also my website address at stephfuccio.com not at stephfuccio.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and supporting us this month during an episode a day. We have one more. We have one more episode tomorrow, which is going to be the polar opposite in contemplation and sadness. It will be hopefully uplifting and fun. I've been uh, working on this one for a little while. 
So I'm excited to share both this episode today with you as well as the one tomorrow. Stay safe and sane during this, how should we say this, really powerful year. If I may, giant cyber hug. Mm. Okay, bye.